0: Turtle Island, episode number six. Six, six episodes, man. <laughs> this is getting tight. I'm enjoying this po- this podcast life. Hold on, I'll get comfortable here. It's like 3 a.m. It's my prime time, more or less. My creative prime time. It's like I can't sleep. I get up, gotta do something. Make music or uh, I record a podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is probably going to go down to date as my most serious podcast. I bet you, I imagine, this just, just is from, from the people taking a guess. You got to ignore the fan noise in the background because I am in Arizona and it is hot, straight up and down. It's not a game. It's hot all the time. I love it. I really do. I prefer heat all the time. Cold all the time. That shit sucks. Miserable and depressing. So, anyways, uh, yeah, this is probably going to be the most serious podcast. I'm going to talk about the current racial, political climate, social climate. Um, I'm going to really dive into my personal experience with quote unquote whiteness, specifically my, my, my experience with white women, who I personally feel like are the most slept on devils. Of this whole situation I want to give a huge shout out to Bill Burr Because he Might not have sound eloquent But yo, his SNL monologue Hit the nail on the head And he didn't have to do it in front of a college class He literally made a joke It was in less than 10 minutes And he told y'all the real You don't know what I'm talking about You need to watch Bill Burr's Recent monologue on SNL It's genius, amazing And 100% accurate so I'm going to go in on that, uh, talk about, you know, some new musical things I'm working on, um, and uh, yeah, and then we'll probably, you know, I'm going to trail off into some other topics, but first, I definitely want to say thank you to everybody for subscribing, uh, because <laughs> this is the first thing I'm going to say, I find it super amusing, like, I really know right now who some of my, I definitely know who my number one and real authentic like I don't like the word supporters even though I guess it's what you're doing to support me I like to say just likers of my music for real like when I like things as a youngster I bought them you know what I'm saying with no qualms no questions you feel me I even saved to do it so it's like if you're actually paying for this stuff that means you like it and I really appreciate it because I need it. We all need it. There's no venues. There's really no musical opportunities ever. So it's actually super helpful. And I know that if you're subscribing, you're actually real. And if I know you personally and you're subscribing, thank you. You're a real friend. Straight up and down. Because like any of my friends start some subscription services, I'm subscribing. You know what I mean? It's literally $5. $5. Just to hear the podcast, right? And I done had tons of people be like, Ooh, you should have a podcast. But they're not paying five bucks. But they smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, and smoke weed. So it's good to know who uh, who uh, my my friendship is worth something to and who it's just been a joke to. Because I actually consider it now. It's like, if you ain't subscribing to my shit, but you still asking me for beats, uh, which, which is happening currently, are you still acting like you down? You're not down, bro. I done dropped 20-something projects. You feel me? And you're probably 50-something behind. So, really, I'm, I'm glad I'm at a place in my life where I'm around so much family to where I don't really fall into these traps no more. Fake-ass homies and shit. Because it's like, yo, you ain't my homie if you don't subscribe, bro. Unless you really can't afford it. But if I ever paid you for a service, ever supported you in any notion, and, and you, or ever you know got you into a show... You feel me Or or even if I didn't get you into a show If you ever fancied If I ever recorded you Featured you on a track You feel me Asked you to be on whatever Like Then, then maybe just throw down a five bro To help Bella and Cosmo and Marvin Maybe That You, you feel me But that's just not how it is Cats really be on there Like oh no nah, I need this I need that But you smoke cigarettes though right But you buy weed though right But you buy a drink every now and then right Alright cool I'm not really so pressed anymore to invest my time or energy into um, these cats that don't even want to subscribe $5 to my artistic movement because I put so much work into it. You know what I mean? And so um, that leads into this other topic. It's been real interesting. We've been watching Ice Cube, Diddy. Man, just so many cats just... You know, coming down with these crazy... This whole idea of political black spectrums. Uh, I just recently learned, honestly, of this hashtag was it, ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery or something like that, as a political party system, my homeboy, through the stack of egg, you know, on Instagram, you know, brought up some good questions, and I, I looked it up, did a little research, and was like, wow, you know, it's interesting, this cats who are trying to, um, you know, start this... Thing. This political movement based on the lineage of slaves brought from Africa and I'm not really sure what the, I'm not really sure what the whole plan is but already I have questions because one cat like me is like well not everybody was not everybody here that's quote unquote black was a slave brought from Africa one many of us indigenous to this to this place we call USA uh, and then two slavery man, it didn't just include Africans, so it's like, if you want to, what are we talking about here, man? Like, making an ununified group of people even less unified, you know what I mean? Then you got your Ice Cube and your ditties and these cats in here and just throwing stuff around. It's like, damn, dog, y'all done had so much bread for so long. And then I watched this dude Ice Cube on the dude, this cat interviewing him, and cats is really trying to give him a chance, and he don't really know what he's talking about, man. You know, it's like, Everybody grabbing at the cookie jar, man. But the lid ain't even open, man. And these motherfuckers done had their cookies, bro. Like just the, the abuse of um. The abuse of celebrity influence. is out of control. Um But yeah, you know, as far as blackness and whiteness goes. It's been real interesting. I'm gonna I'm dig into my little experiences over here, some observations I have, so. I just w- uh, got back from a vacation to, uh, we, we went all up and down, pretty much uh, LA, between LA and San Diego, just all these beautiful beaches and coasts. Went with her um, family, friends of hers, who were cool people, right? White dude. And uh, chick who's you know basically white, She's like Asian and quote white, quote unquote white. And anytime I say white in this bro, in your head think quote unquote because that shit ain't real to me. But uh, yeah, but she definitely she could be whatever she her genetic lineage is, but she definitely white as hell. And um, you know, so we're out here we're vacationing, and you know you know how. white folks like to vacation bro? they basically like to like you know a lot of the most part i'm not gonna say everybody i'm not grouping everyone into a bundle here but a vast majority of my experiences have been like this when it comes to the cats who who wanna fit that bag is they uh they like their gated communities you know they like their segregated neighborhoods they like to see some Mexicans like doing some yard work in the morning early. they like to do, see some Mexicans painting a the house. They don't like seeing niggas at all. Unless they're like famous or really old. You know what I mean? And, and, and really old and wealthy. Not just really old. Really old and wealthy, right? Then you're interesting. Uh, they like to buy fancy bullshit for no reason. That's just expensive crap. Um, they lack really a lot of information about most topics but have over-the-top opinions and are very ready to argue at the drop of a hat about anything and oh boy don't let it come to race because the moment you talk about race what you're gonna get is a giant buffet of excuses (laughs) masked as questions or inquiries but really it's excuses and accusations I listened Because this is what I have to do I can't really talk Because What I've what I've learned And it took me a re- Man, therapy actually helped me with this See <clears throat> A lot of y'all know me My her story stories Oh, she's crazy Oh, she's crazy Oh, she's this Oh, she's that I'm gonna tell you, man You wanna know who's labeled me crazy? Quote, unquote White people, bruh You know why? Because I've checked a lot of white folks And it's been uncomfortable And people have seen it in public Therefore, I'm crazy because I've been driven to the point enough times to just be like, I'm not taking this no more. And I flash or I say something and it's crazy. So you got to think about that. It's crazy for me to point out and talk about white supremacy. There's, I think, an article. Somebody called me a racist and Ballard or some shit because I threw some water on some fool drunk or some shit. But then it's funny because in the comments, people def- are defending me because they're like, yeah, you said some racist ass shit. You know what I mean? So it's funny that that was left out the article. It's funny that an article was even written. It's funny how I'm a crazy person because I don't like getting shit on. right? I laugh, man. I said a while ago to one of the homies like, man, no one is safe in this, man. When I was talking about record labels, all on, when they were doing the little black square on Instagram, all these labels... Radio stations coming out with their little statements about George Floyd and race and shit, and I was like, "Click on your roster, nigga. You ain't got. You even got no black people on your shit. Enough with the lip service. It's just like that, but no. No one's really safe when it comes to this one, man. For me, because, bro, no one's really tried. Not too many cats have not tried to help me when they could have. You know, and while still taking from me. You know, and. uh and when I say me, man, I know that it's a uni- it's a, it's a me that a lot of people can relate to. So I'm speaking for all of us because I've literally had someone, a lady at the radio station, tell me I'm so right. But she's just scared. She's just too scared to say anything. And she's worked there for years. Damn, I'm over here coughing. Just think about that. Admitting. I'm working under a system that's wrong. I'm working under a system that I feel oppressed under. I'm working under a system I don't agree with, but I'm too scared. And I admire you, OC, for what you do. Just think about that. So I've been made crazy for not being scared, right? And so think about that. All these years of OC being crazy, it adds up. It's worked against me in court, against all three of my white, quote-unquote, white uh, children's mothers. is worked against me in society, you know? And when you think about that, like, what's, why? I understand there was the, the alcoholic years, of OC. There's been lots of phases of me. But I'll tell you what, man, it's it's awfully frustrating to not be able to be without being called crazy, to point out abuses or things that aren't right. And then having, being called crazy. But now, it's all not crazy anymore. But I'm still crazy, right? So, back to the topic, one of the topics. What I found interesting about this vacation, right, is I'm sitting here listening to this lady talk to me. Asking me questions. She asked me, asked me about race and I was just waiting for it. eventually she got to it, to where she was talking about how tired she is of people automatically saying things are racist and I'm like there you go there you go just out there you finally said what you wanted you know and uh it was just sad right and uh so I brought this up in a conversation because it kind of frustrated me my mood sank a little bit got into a little thing and I ended up spending the next days by myself because you know, we ended up going to, to, to somebody else, some other white people's house. Because, you know, man, here's another thing I'm I want to bring up, man. White folks kick it interesting, man. White folks really like to just have hella stuff, which a lot of niggas do too, man. But, like, it just doesn't feel real. The love is not really there. It's like, oh, I did this, I did that. I have this, I have that. I did this, I did that. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. When it all has to do with, like, material things. Very these interesting conversations, man, you know. It's it's very rarely General conversation about just General things that have nothing to do with Buying or selling It's all about What you're about to buy, where you're gonna go Capital, 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 capital And I'm just sitting there, you know They're terrified to talk about Political subjects or social subjects Especially when the niggas there But they love to talk about some famous niggas (laughs) Right? Love it When cats find out, like, what I do and who I know, man, they'll start talking to me. And they think the gas is, like, something I enjoy. But it's like, nah, I don't really enjoy this because, yo, I could, like, come to a Calvin barbecue, bro. We ain't scared to touch no topics, man. We might talk about some things that we want, some goals. But, bro, it's a much more jovial and familiar experience. It's not like a a game show. It's not like a Price is Right where there's just prices and objects being thrown out. You know? even when it comes to like children you know i, I find that you know people who act and look at our children you know like they look down on us bro they be looking at us like because we ain't got the tesla or the wealth or because we can't get access to a gated community like we're crazy but it's just like but look at your kids yo your kids is wildin'. your kids he's in the grocery store with no manners mommy 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 man i promise you bro most most little quote-unquote black kids don't act that way man We be coming from wherever, but at least be knowing how to act in public. You feel me? You be seeing little three- and four-year-old girls hair braided exquisitely. All sorts of braids, man. I'm telling you, bro. I have problems with all three of my children's mothers about black hair. Everybody does. It's one of the biggest arguments. And you know what I get? Classic response. Tears. Guilt trips. Like, I'm not allowed... To have an opinion that isn't met with trying to act as if I've crushed someone's world, and that's why Bill Burr's intro on SNL was genius. Because this whole like tears victimization of self is fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. Y'all were the y'all was when we was hanging from trees. Y'all was there observing. When these niggas was beating us, y'all was in the house, sneaking off to the back of the shack to fuck some niggas, man. So when a nigga gives you an expert opinion about something, why does he got to be wrong? Why does he all of a why all of a sudden did he hurt you? Why all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm so, you know, you just did this to me. Here comes the tears, here comes the sadness. It's like, yo, bruh. So what am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to say? Right? That's why, like, it's crazy. And it's worked against me in every single one of my cases. In court, which is crazy, right? Because um, as a black man who wants to parent his kids, it's really heartbreaking when you pick up your children and they're just growing older and older and older and they got the same hairstyle every time. But then all you get is the same excuse. Oh, well... It hurts her head. Well, yeah, but that's our culture. Like, cats don't understand, bro. It's the culture of quote-unquote white women to take children, right? Give them fake siblings. Teach the kids the real siblings. And then, you know, continue on. And then fix it later. Just to not have to deal with reality. Whereas my reality since I was a little kid Is having white people do weird And say weird things to me And me having to just accept it And whenever I question it I'm called crazy Right How It doesn't matter what I know Or what I've done It doesn't matter that I've reached a level of success In this game Which isn't even crazy But enough to where people could actually use That against me for their own game But then don't want to acknowledge it in reality as anything of (laughs) worth like i've been called a public figure right in court and had it used against me to where i have restrictions placed upon my life and i had to question i was like wow that's crazy because so so because i have decided as a path to write songs and make music as a living i'm good at it right and I perform an makes me public figure. But a doctor, a barista deals with more of the public than I do daily, weekly, daily, monthly. So why is it that they're not public figures? Why can't I sue them for ruining my life? Right? I was, I was literally, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the details of the case, but I lost this case because a woman started crying. And the judge was like, I understand. So it's like, man, can I cry as a black man? Nah, bro. I've been in front of judges, bro, and tried to ha- and, 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 and been clearly hurt and upset. And it worked double against me. Like, we're not allowed to win. Y'all could pull out the tears. Famous video of a man and uh, the man in Capitol Hill where the white lady was given the road race. So he followed her and then she busted out the tears and she's screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, my husband's black, my husband's black. I hope he's divorced now. I doubt it, though. He's probably one of them soft niggas, but he married her in the first place. You know, he's a little boss-ass, shit. but, uh, yeah, you know, tear button. I'm going to tell you what that's done for y'all, bro. That's actually worked against y'all. It's made people like me give zero fucks, bro. I see white women crying, dog, and I keep it pushing. I don't give a fuck what happened to you. I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't care anymore. Because y'all have been, yo, Emmett Till got fucked up only to find out 30 some years later that he didn't even whistle at that lady. Right? Or that bitch. Because she ain't no lady to me. Right? So a kid gets tortured and murdered over what? So. I'm you know, it's worked against y'all because you really probably will want help, or will want empathy. But I'm I'm not going to give it to you. You feel me? And I'm glad I'm at a place now. And I'm glad I I got therapy and had therapists actually help me out and, and t- help me d- tell me that. That sounds like a sociopath. That sounds like a narcissist. You did the right thing by getting away. You've done the right thing to know like, wow, man. Thank you. Because for a while, man, I started to feel like I was crazy. You know, I still got to struggle with, I'm glad it's like, it's tight, right? So I'm growing my hair out to get my hair braided so that my little girl wants to get her hair braided. So what I do, I let her white baby's mom braid my hair the other day so that she can learn how to braid my hair. Sacrifice, bro. People don't even see this, the sacrifices we make. Now my baby girl, you know, I see her. She's a little more interested maybe, you know? Dad. Dad had to do that. Black fathers, bro. We be getting shit on, my nigga. But I'm feeling inspired about the changing of times. One because I just don't have a fear anymore about like that. I used to, and many of my brothers and sisters don't. And I encourage everybody, forever and ever, as long as you live, man, don't never don't never back down. Ever. You always have to know you got the most flavor. We got the most intelligence, bruh. We got it all. When we walk into it, if you walk into a country club and there's 700 white folks there and you're the only quote unquote black person in the building, know that you are the freshest person there and everyone knows it. And they're upset. All I see these days is cats getting upset. They're just mad. They're just mad because they used to be able to be slightly racist. They used to say, ask me these stupid-ass questions like, Yeah, but don't you think that it's kind of annoying when, like, you know, everyone just calls out racism and they just blah, 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 blah. They're, they're mad now that when they ask that stupid-ass shit, they, they have to deal with some reality. They have to deal with a little bit of anger instead of timidness because you might get and lose your job. They kicked out the community. Most cash men, old boy, was looking at his girl, some of the things he was saying, like, damn, but he was, you know, but this is what white dudes do Is they don't really like to start something. So they'll be like, ah, was like, oh, shit. They'll put on the cringeworthy face, like, ah, cringeworthy. And then they'll try to apologize later or say something, whatever, try to relate to you on the low. But you know what I'm saying? I saw that in this man's face many times. They're just better than niggas that, like, <laughs> not just flashing or not just being like, yo, what'd you say? Nah, Which is really how it should be Why, why settle for bullshit Why be with a weirdo racist person Who just says weirdo racist shit You know what I mean It's, it's interesting that, that, that whole white lie Of being able to ride both sides of the fence That shit is over with And I'm happy to see it But it doesn't come without its struggles You know Um so yeah, that's that's very interesting. And then a whole other a whole other side of that too. we'll, we'll take it way back. So I have a good a good uh, homie. He used to be my one of my best friends, honestly, when I was younger. And he hit me up, and this is on the white dude tip. And um, you know, just frustrated because there's Trump signs everywhere. It's Trump, Trump, Trump. White, just Trump makes white people so mad. Oh, I was so upset. Trump. <laughs> And you're sitting here, I'm listening to them. And it's just funny because it's like, you know, whenever I talk to you, you know, I don't even tell them this because there's really no point. Like, I've realized with pretty much all the white folks in my life I've been, I've I've had, I can consider it enough to say I've been close to them. I know how I could talk to each of them. You feel me? You know, there's mm, maybe two people I could think of right now that I could say like, have reached a level to where I don't consider them like they they're they're highly elevated, yo. Highly elevated, man. Two cats. I know a lot of good cats. Beside that, I ain't knocking them, but it's just like sometimes they say some ignorant ass shit, man. You know, and I'm not in the mood all the time to be your teacher or to check you or to be this or that. Especially if we, we have friendly relations in the past and you know. I will, but sometimes I'm just not going to say nothing, bruh. I ain't got the energy, bro. I'm tired. You should know better, but you don't. So you're going to learn. And it doesn't have to be through me. It's not my fucking job. But anyways, this cat, you know, sitting there complaining to me about these Trump signs, blah, blah. I want to do something, blah, blah, blah. They want to put up some art. You know, everybody just wants to do art. It's their big protest move. That's cool, bro. Whatever. It is on bro, some a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing, man. That's what what uh the homie Adios says, right? <laughs> so I said to him, you know, yeah, unfortunately, oftentimes revolution revolutionary things are a solo mission. Which it is all the time. On one hand, you know. There's times when you do things with other revolutionaries, but oftentimes it's just you, you know, while everybody else is on the other end doing the wrong thing or whatever you want to call it. You know, and that's what I witnessed at the CHOP, pretty much all these protests. is like Cats is willing to scream and yell like Samuel L. and B. certain ways. Off the on like Shaka Khan when they got a goddamn group of hundreds of thousands with them, or you know even not that they just need you know a little squad. But by themselves, by yourself though, you really riding by yourself though. You really you really riding by yourself though. Nah, never riding by themselves. Never. It's rare. You know and therein lies disappointment, but there also therein also lies a little bit of hope. At least he's so frustrated that he felt like doing something, you know? But it's funny to me because it's like, damn, dog, I wish he was that frustrated over niggas dying. I wish he was that frustrated over kids in cages. I wish he was that frustrated over the shit that's been going on for years and years. I wish he was that frustrated over the black curriculum that they teach in the schools. That you, Like, the shit is crazy, bro. What cats say to black people to try to appeal to them not understanding that you are screaming racism, my nigga. You are screaming privilege. You are screaming all this stuff and you can't hear it. And then, depending on the white face behind it, if it's a white woman, you're usually met with tears, sadness, and self victimization. If it's a white man, you're usually met with anger, stubbornness, or violence. And they all lead to the same place the police coming to. Kill or arrest your black ass. And then all you have is, whoa, 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 whoa. That was a different situation. But was it really that different? Am I really that crazy? Have I ever really been that crazy? Am I crazy? Or are the white folks in Seattle crazier? Am I crazy? Or is it crazy that literally Seattle's white as fuck? And every business you go to is white as hell. And everybody had a Black Lives Matter sign, but that shit is still white as a motherfucker. Unless a nigga is pushing a grocery cart, working a valet, at a security desk, or sucking some fucking white man's dick at a corporate office. But he ain't the boss, though. Right? She ain't the boss, though. Right? Or they'll put some corny-ass black woman at the top that done fucking got three, four hundred thousand niggas locked up. Right? That's married to a white dude. Right? Like... We ain't stupid out here, bro. Y'all could have Ice Cube, y'all could have Diddy, y'all could have whoever you want to worship. What you don't, under, what y'all don't understand is that black celebrities is the minority of blackness. You feel me? This shit is not. It's beyond international. This shit is intergalactic, yo. Do you get it? I don't think y'all understand how deep this shit is, bruh. Like, it's beyond even the melanin, bruh. This shit is spiritual, dog. Look at how y'all are behaving. Am I really that crazy? Right? Am I really that crazy? Is this so crazy that I could spend years of my life studying something? I could literally have a bag waiting for me. For the profession that I've decided to become a professional at, right? And still get talked to like an amateur. Why is that? Why is it that I could be, have done things that people haven't even accomplished but still am taken less seriously than an amateur at their craft, right? Why are amateurs at their craft or semi-professionals seeking my counsel, want to use my ideas or my help but don't take what I do seriously, right? Hmm. Interesting. Why don't people who say they fuck with me throw down five bucks? (laughs) It's because you don't fuck with me. See? And I look forward to a, a world where that's okay and, and and people feel okay to be honest To be like well I just don't like your art Or I just You know But to Sing and dance and pretend Yo that's what these White folks do bro that's a white vacation Singing dancing and pretending <laughs> You know what I mean So, you know, those are my thoughts. Uh, I tried to not get into too many details because one of these days, you know, this shit is going to end up backfiring on me because someone close to me is going to hear it and take it personal and then be like, what were you talking about me? And And then I'm going to be in trouble again for having fucking feelings from someone. I don't like the word in trouble. I'm going to be in an awkward situation in boxing. I have to explain to an adult That I'm also a human being (laughs) Because apparently I'm crazy Right I'm so crazy (laughs) But you got niggas Abusing the slow motion In their music videos On Broadway or Whatever gay ass spot in Seattle No offense to the gays I'm just saying like I can't think of a Like Broadway it, It's not It's not like <laughs> Old block Chicago It's Broadway Seattle So whenever I see these like Hyphy like slow motion gangster video, Broadway it's like Damn at least go like 20 blocks in Go to the, to the CD or something, man Like, jeez louise Broadway? It's just, there's a rain I see four rainbow sidewalks and, this shit and there's a dude in booty shorts Like five feet behind you in the video screen They they forgot to edit them out, man All your gangsters just flew out the window I'm confused You know what I mean? Yeah, I just know that, you know very high possibility that one of these days somebody's gonna be like oh, yo man you talking about me me you, you oh, shit dude. if you felt something that might be about you all good bro you, don't, you ain't even if you ain't subscribing for the five then it, it, it is about you and I be cracking up too man I, I was telling my mans I know a nigga that just put his first nigga on the payroll actually I'm not gonna say his first his second one right second one None of these people, mind you, subscribe for the five. But we'll tell you, oh, see this, that, oh, see this, that, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, bro, you done done had two white men basically as the backbone of your company since the start of your company. What the fuck are you talking about, my nigga? You don't even fuck with niggas. You don't fuck with black people, bro. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like, y'all need to take all your little... George Floyd shit, Black Lives Matter shit, take all that shit off because everything you've done is privileged, bro. Y'all have taken 100,000% advantage of privileged man, and made it benefit you off of the knowing this little smiley face black man that you're taking advantage because y'all both got harder, more aggressive spirits than him. One of y'all is Dutch and one of y'all is fucking comes from Conquistadors, my nigga, like Y'all are strong, powerful cats, bro, who are used to warming on cats, man. You know how meek this cat is, bro. I be, I be cracking up. It is not even no disrespect. I just call it how I see it, bro. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? When you say you, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? Motherfuckers listening to my show? Motherfuckers trying to get music tips from me? But I can't do your job? Right? But, Ah! Uh. <laughs> if you if I was one of them niggas, yo, you'd be promoting the shit out their podcast. You feel me? Doing all this stuff, you won't even pay the five for mine, bro. So it's probably why your label ain't a success, my nigga. This this is a spiritual, bro. There's higher powers at work. Them dudes is gonna be okay. We all know that they're gonna be fine, my guy. You feel me? But uh, you know, I, I laugh. I'm glad that he finally got another nigga on the on the, um, on the roster. Hopefully she eats a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? But I just find it all laughable, man. I ain't got hired in this town because I'm a crazy person, right? But I'm only a crazy person for telling these fucking white folks what they need to hear while the rest of y'all niggas wear the Nikes and wear their jerseys and get the sponsorships and do the high fives and the handshakes so that you can get $250, $300 in a little fucking gig so that you can get this little this or that so you can get some crumbs, man. While a nigga like me goes in, in 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 front of the CEO and says whatever the fuck I feel, and y'all all get paid, you know what I'm saying? Put something up on Instagram. It was like some of these playwrights wrote a play or a book or something. I don't know the specifics, but there was one screenshot where Cat was like, "I don't want allies, man. I want cats that are gonna ride with me until the shit while the shit till the shit sinks or whatever. More or less. That's how I feel, bro. Like there's niggas that do support for sure. There's definitely cats that subscribe for the five. You know, which is that's like my lowest level tier. And, and it's, it's not even about the money. It's a gesture because I know niggas smoke and niggas do do leisurely things. And I don't buy everybody's record tickets to everybody's shows paid to play with niggas and all that. You know what I'm saying? So when my homies or people who want to slap me five in the street can't even throw down five. But they want to bother me for beats. Like, they really gonna buy them? Like, you really think I'm about to break my neck to send you a beat pack, bro? Would it only cost $5 to subscribe? It literally, if you were slick, bro, you would subscribe for the five, go through the discography, actually read the liner notes, and then you would find the secret jewel that you could actually record over any of the Rap Loops records if you're a rapper, if you bought it. That means for $20... You'd have over 300 beats to rap on. But damn, niggas don't even read liner notes. Niggas don't really do the thing. Niggas don't really give a fuck. Right? Because Pete, bro, I read the liner notes, who produced it, who mastered it, who played on it, like it's an LP, bro, because it matters, bro. You're going to beg me for beats. Not even knowing that you could have paid $10. You could have even, you could pay $5. One time. Get all of my records, all over 100 of my records, bro. It took too long. See? Seen? So maybe now, Castle read other people's lighter notes, man. Start respecting these artists, because we all ain't out here trying to rhyme for cookies, nigga. Turning, turning fucking grown-ass ages, looking like a fucking child. In a snapback and shit. you your LeBron jersey. Nigga, LeBron's like half your age, bro. Shit. You should be trying to get on his level. Get a bag like LeBron, man. And if you do got a bag like... Man, LeBron don't even dress like that off-court half the time. This nigga... Come on, man. Just This show, this charade, this USA, this society... Best thing I did was get around at least one of my children to be able to spread whatever influence I can, man. I be feeling like a problem most of the time. Like people just want me to shut the fuck up and be meek and just get shit on and just be like, ah, shut up, oldie, oh, you this, oh, this you that. But now I'm just like, yo, I don't even fuck. I'm riding till the wheels fall off, man. I'm not, I'm never keeping my mouth shut, man. Most people don't do nothing for no body, bruh. They don't put their neck out for no fatty. In a real ass way They'll do it in a safe way Working at KXP was one of the most Educational experiences Because I got to be around The most amount of motherfuckers i ever seen in my life That don't really do shit but, t- but sound so sincere On the fucking airwaves But it's just like Nigga you ain't even You ain't even fixing your own home And it was amazing To just observe this On a regular daily basis Of all this fake Nice sincerity And then like Damn that's the corporate world you know what I'm saying? And then to even get it from my own niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, i tell you what would have worked if every single one of us niggas would have been like, look, none of us are working unless you do this or you do this and then we'll work. It's a group strike for basic rights like health care and fair pay. But niggas was not down. So, I know for a fact, I told niggas, I still got in emails like, bro, if you, if they fuck with you, I will leave, immediately, to where you get the proverbial, oh, thanks man, haha, this or that, whatever, oh, thanks, G, blah, 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 but you know that ain't real, they don't mean that, but I mean it, that being said, I basically make almost as much as I made at KXP. Thanks to y'all, and uh, between y'all and my Bandcamp subscribers, so that's really, um, I appreciate that, you know, and you're getting actually way more than I could give you on KEXP, so, you know, um, I'm just happy about that, man, if I prove something to myself, and if anything, hopefully I can inspire other people to not just stick around and get shit on, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep going hard, 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 hard hard, until one day, man, I have a new goal. Like, one day, I'm going to be be back on the radio if radio still exists. But I'm going to flip it, though. Like, I'm going to have my own station, bruh. Or at least be, like, a manager. Or be, like, one of the top DJs at one of these huge-ass stations get paid hell up, bruh. Straight up and down. But I ain't working for no buster-ass radio. Or I might just start my own. You Like, I might just reinvent this whole radio shit, to be honest with you, man. I'm looking into it, but, um, you know, I think everything is changing right now. Nothing's going to be the same. Performance ain't going to be the same. Radio ain't going to be the same. I think it will always exist just because of the science of it. It's pretty much impossible for it not to exist. I'm really looking, hoping, hoping that pirate radio makes, like, a huge resurgence and becomes, like, a, a bigger thing, um... But nothing's going to be the same, man. Venues ain't going to be the same. Like, most of the venues are closing down. They'll never reopen. The only ones that are going to be able to stay open are the ones that can afford it, which is, like, the monsters of men. So we're going to have to reinvent performance. We saw how they regulated us. We see what they're doing. They give zero fucks. So it's going to have to get underground again. My opinion, like, raves... Used to do, or just like something, bruh. But like, they can't tell us we can't rock, bruh. You feel me? COVID is not gonna last forever if it's even a fucking thing. Like, it's a thing. I know it's a thing. But they're not giving us enough information, man. They're using this thing against us to, to fucking really fuck our lives, man. And it's not right. And at the very least, like, we gotta. Just tap in and get creative And figure out how we can Get Our culture back Our arts culture back Cause people need this shit man They need shows They need to dance They need to Dedication sexy You know, it's crazy. I've been thinking about Matrix 2 hella lately. Like, there's this one scene where, like, this nigga's talking or something, and then everybody just starts dancing, and it's like this slow motion. Everyone's just dancing to these drums and blah, blah. that's real, bro. Like, people need that fellowship, man. They need that energy, that ritual, that experience with their fellow man. And it's being taken away from us so that all we have in our leisure time is weed to smoke, booze to drink at our homes, and politics to watch so that we can get mad at our neighbors. It's weird to me to see people with giant flags of a political dummy on their truck just driving around trying to incite weird feelings like cats got their Biden flag or their Trump flag and they're just driving down the freeway with their windows down really fast and just looking at people with an aggressive smile or an aggressive look. just like, man, nigga, you're a weirdo. I wish they would just lock all them up immediately. Like, nigga, you have a flag in your truck, bro. You're under arrest for being a dumbass, bro. Like, nigga, keep your shit to your. Why? Why you gotta do it? Like, who you trying to influence, bro? <laughs> who you trying to influence? Like, why you need to influence people? Like, why you trying to bully people? Like, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? I, you call yourself an adult, but you acting like a bitch. You feel me? Like I hear, I've heard people who I've heard many times talk shit about professional sports and how ridiculous it is that I just don't understand it. NBA, NFL, and then listening to them going to long diatribes about fucking Donald Trump and Joe Biden or some political shit. It's like you dumb motherfucker, bro! How dare you hate on my nigga for like a fantasy football and knowing about uh, a, a, a professional athlete's career with statistics? Somebody who's actually doing something real. <laughs> Maybe if it pisses you off They make more dope for you For some, some dream they followed And worked hella hard for And isn't easy to just get into And daddy can't just pay for you To be in the fucking NFL And daddy can't just pay for you To be in the NBA Daddy can't just pay for you To be in the MLB They can pay for you To get a foot in the door But if you ain't good enough To play nigga You ain't gonna make it Homie So You gonna shit on an athlete And then start talking to me About politics You dumb motherfucker Bro Go stand in line for your little fancy cup of coffee so you can feel yourself and shut the fuck up. I could tell by months like that who is and isn't going to do something when it comes down to it. And most of y'all ain't going to do shit. You're going to get on the train. You're going to go to the camp. You're going to be in there singing sunrise, sunset, bruh. Straight up. Unless you fucking wise up. Take a stand, stand for something. This is some fucking bullshit, man. Getting irritated with all the phony stuff and cats wanna call me crazy though. But I'm the crazy guy, right? I'm the angry guy. I gotta be angry for not pretending, bruh. You know what? So yeah, surviving Turtle Island. Oh, boy, I got this. I got them, like, nigga, blow your nose sniffles. <laughs> blow your nose, man. This shit is crazy. I got to, um uh, do this Kush FM immediately after this. That's exciting, man. There's been so much amazing hip-hop. So much amazing hip-hop, you know, that's been dropping. It's been real interesting because I feel like the genre as a whole has just, uh... What's the, it's peaked. I think it's peaked. And now it's beautiful. Like there's... It's like a... It's gonna last forever. There's always gonna be classics made. and Great songs. But I think it's peaked, man. I'm ready for something new. I'm, I'm just ready for someone other than me and... Other than a few cats I know. To really come out with something that just sounds just different, bro. Just Different, Not like Oh you got it This sounds like SP404 beat This sounds like lo fi beat This sounds like Madlib This sounds like Dilla This sounds like Currency This sounds like Pete rock This sounds like Freddie Gibbs Like yo I'm ready for I'm, I'm ready for Some progress Uh A new sound A new sound You know Or just You know Something Something different Man You know Uh Always going to bump the classics. Always going to bump. I mean, I'm addicted to it. Beats and. Ill rhymes. But it's unfortunate. Like besides like one below. Ish. Old Sean Price. You know, just a handful of cats like that. I really like El Camino, man. He's filthy, bro. I think he's parole right now or somewhere in probation still but so he can't really hit the hit the circuit, the promotional circuit like he could should but like man he's got he's just filthy bro like I like how he sounds I like how his, his verses are oh Brownsville car cats like him like it's just very few cats who like when I listen to him just like wow that was crazy that was crazy <laughs> genius ah right oh the allegory that Royce the five nine record, bonkers. You know? But unless cats is rapping like that, I'm not really interested, man. I'm too old to be like I don't even know if it's too old. I like to say I'm too old. It's just I just don't have any interest in this stupid ass dumb shit that's really made for white people. <laughs> trappy shit or what I don't like the word trappy, the fucking uh you know what I'm talking about. Just the most popular shit. That shit ain't... Man, that shit is some bullshit, bro. That shit is a trick. Nigga, you've been tricked. Royce got a song about it. That shit is a trick. It's not even for us, bro. That's for a little trick trick. A little trick trick. You know? If you get money doing that shit right now and you're young, you're young, I and, and please believe, man, I ain't mad at no young cats, man. I wanna get that clear. If you are young, if you're under the age of fucking eighteen years old, dog, I'm giving you kind of a pass because you're still a child. And we raised you and we done done a shit job, yo. I mean, especially musically and artistically, like it's just y'all y'all have not gotten the best in the stick. That's for sure. Y'all grew up on some real bullshit. But uh, there's glimmers in there. There's jewels. You know what I'm saying? Ab Souls, fire, man. Like, slept on. There's jewels. There's cats, man. Please, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not knocking the younger generations at all. Because they're going to save this shit. You know. At the same time, like, <laughs> if you're not getting it right now, as one of them, like, you know, auto-tune look at all my fucking jewels and tattoos rappers or whatever then like man you probably don't want to just dive into that bag because that shit is already old you feel me that shit is like five years ago that shit is not gonna last much longer only those who are established have their feet in the door are really gonna eat off of it anybody else is just gonna get ate off of you feel me You might want to just learn How to play an instrument Or just You know You don't even gotta do that Get on your YouTube tutorials And learn your fruity loops Or whatever the fuck You were using to Make your fucking beats It's so simple these days And y'all niggas Most niggas don't even care about music You know what I'm saying But Trying to become the next Little flim flam I feel like it's just getting Harder and harder and harder You know like, my Instagram is mostly already advertisements now that cats figured out the Facebook promotion that you paid like five bucks <laughs> you get the little banner underneath your thing that says, Learn more promotion. <laughs> All I got is like crappy beat makers and rappers abusing the slow motion with the little high def camera. Like, they'll be the next stars. Like, yeah. You know. What do y'all think is at the end of this? Y'all really think there's a pot of gold, huh? I can't, man. That shit cracks me up. That cracks me up. Man, I can't wait until y'all get around some real serious musicians. (laughs) You ever been around a real serious old head, like, session session musician that's been on tour with, like, everybody? They've been a session musician for, like, 45 years. They used to play with fucking Rick James and play with this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy and this guy and, this guy and that guy. Blah, 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 It's like, bruh, when you're a little flim flim and you're next to that guy, you ain't really got shit to say, bruh. Like, unless you have your, like, a money phone and it's actually really your money, and even then, you're probably embarrassed. Because <laughs> just, out of respect alone, because you, if you even give half a fuck about music, you're going to admire that guy who's been the session musician for 47 years. If you don't, then you're just going to be like, fuck it, man. Look at my money, man. <laughs> but he's not going to give a fuck because he's probably balling, my nigga. Or not. A lot of them aren't. <laughs> Most of them aren't. Most of them are just free. So they actually are balling. You know what I'm saying? They just they live the path of the real artist they do their thing so good that they don't really gotta worry about like that they could play their way through life right but y'all gotta hustle your way through life hustle keyword sell keyword so you gotta come up with your image and then sell it while you're hot which has it's, it's got a shelf life it's got a serious shelf life cause like what you gonna be <laughs> you will be picking up your daughter From high school looking like Wearing the same shoes and jersey as her boyfriend <laughs> Like that's happened and that's cool If that's what's cool to you I don't care man If it's cool to you to be a grown ass man And look like a 13 year old 16 year old boy Man dope bro Respect, man You look 16, dog And you're 50 Like, you made it, I guess You know But You know, shout out to Zach Fox If you're not a Christian I'm gonna shoot you in the face If you're not a Christian I'm gonna hit you with this K <laughs> Yo Shout out to Zach Fox, man That shit is funny, man That song I, It's called I Got Depression, man if Y'all ain't heard that shit He is a legend for that shit. And I think he recorded it with no pants on. That's insane. In the top hat. All right, man. So I think I'm done. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. I don't even think that was an hour. But there's a lot of info packed into that. Oh, no. That's tight. It was exactly an hour. Hell yeah. Look at that. That's beautiful podcast time right there. We did it. We did it, mom. We did it. Hey, shout out to my mom's, my most recent subscriber. We just visited her in Los Angeles and she laced up uh, Cosmo with all the illest joints, man. Like she laced up with some books. She man, she got her a, a portable Dora the Explorer cassette player, bruh. And Cosmo literally has not put it down. She was sleeping with it. You know what I'm saying? Every day. It's like every day she's either looking through a book. Today she was she got her little magnetic chore chart that we used to have when we were kids. She gave her a whole she gave her all this stuff that we had when we were kids and like it's just great watching my little girl love all of these things so much. You know what I'm saying? I know that's all my mom's really want. So mom, you you succeeded in passing down, you know, the goods <laughs> the continual line, as we call it. Uh, but yeah, it was be- it was beautiful. So shout out to my mom's my latest subscriber, man. And I told her you ain't gotta do that, but she said, No, I'm gonna do it. So I was like, All right, man, well why not? <laughs> Go ahead, mom. <laughs> ah. But uh, yeah, you know, Surviving Turtle Island episode six. You know, um usually they'd be doing them like <clears throat> prefaces at the beginning of the podcast, like the words and the of the Podcasts are not the opinions of the company But I am the company man So shit it is my opinion You know what I mean I'm not claiming to be an expert on nothing Except for nothing man You know I ain't, I ain't an expert on nothing really man If I think I am an expert I bet you there's an alien somewhere laughing his ass off at me Uh, But you know I'm wrangling it in Figuring it out a little bit Podcast you know what I mean uh, Next one Maybe I have a guess Maybe I won't I felt like I don't know I just felt like I had to do this one I was sitting there laying in bed Like I am not tired And I can't get this shit off my mind You know what I'm saying It's just crazy It was such a huge ugh, It was just such a It's a lot to deal with You know This last week this Vacation was great I guess it got it got to the point. Last thing I'm gonna say, and then I'm out of here. I felt like there was a point when all I wanted to do was be around my family. It's so like, yeah, other I just wanted to be around my child and my child's mom. You feel me? Like and just do our thing. Cause like, I feel like a lot of time with, with quote unquote white folks, man, like. When they get together, the more of them, they, when they get together in large groups, it almost becomes this competitive, hive-minded type thing. And people don't really understand that that's what's going on. It's like cat is competing for... I don't know. I really don't know. And there's there's this, you know, fake, bougie shit. It's like when you watch the movies and the old powdery wig English people in their boring ass parties and they're all just like sipping tea and how like it looks like the most miserable shit ever but it's like these cats are the wealthy of their time or whatever like it's kind of similar to that it's like this weird situation where everyone's just trying to flex but everyone's corny so it's like you know it made me think like damn what would make me happy you know what I mean? And that's what would've made me like super happy. And that's actually what we ended up doing. We kind of cut our time off with that, with those folks, the, the folks that we went on the you know, start of the vacation with a little shorter than we intended to. You're like, we're gonna just do our thing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it was interesting how much better that was. And so that's gonna be my Jerry Springer final thought, man. Is that regardless of whether you're quote unquote white, quote unquote black, like, love is love, man. And the people you enjoy being around, you feel me, is who you should be around. And if y'all have things that are massive differences, such as, or may seem like massive differences, such as your, your fucking race, your religion, or whatever, is, your sex, whatever is huge to you, I suppose if your sexuality was different than you guys would be together. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the best thing that you could do is try to understand each other and leave room there is to like under for understanding that shit ain't going to be comfortable it is a but be willing, a to, like, and and be willing to like listen and be willing to like you know do your best to not and get angry between science and you know what, what i mean even though you will but stick through it and then try and to really to listen to you know promise. what i mean because i can't tell you what it's like this to be a woman I can't tell you what it's like to be a white person. I have a good-ass idea, but I still can't tell you. I can't tell you what it's like to be Chinese. You know what I mean? And so it would be unfair for me to get angry with you for expressing to me what it's like to be that. And so if you really care about somebody, you got to really listen to the hard shit. And if it does anger you, you got to anger you you got to figure out a way, be it therapy or whatever you can to get through it, because people need to be able to tell you the truth. And if you really love somebody and you really want to spend a maximum amount of time with a person, you, you got to be able to handle the truth from that person. Because you can only fake the funk for so long. You feel me? But you can't really fake the funk at all. Because a funky motherfucker is going to smell you out from the jump. Hey, motherfucker, you smell like potpourri, man. You smell like fake flowers. That shit stinks. Feel me? So you got to jump in this mud, man. Get dirty. Like, nobody's perfect. Whites ain't perfect. Blacks ain't perfect. Motherfucking no one's perfect. Take your pick. Everyone has fucking got mistakes, man. But this whole... Scenario we got going on right now. This is difficult, man. So I just encourage everybody, you know, because it is the future and it's it's, it's almost impossible to not have to deal with this. Everybody's got... Damn near everybody's got a situation like this or close to a situation like this in their life. An an interracial friendship, an interracial relationship, an interracial family member, whatever you want to call it. Like the time, we got to... We got to elevate to the level of, of real love. You know what I mean? And I encourage all people who relate to the quote-unquote label of whiteness to listen to that, yo. It, def, it, it definitely means you. Because when y'all are holding the top seats of society, laws and power, whatever the f*** go, you know... To a degree. Like you have a harder time listening man. Y'all really be feeling like you write all the time. And you're just not. And I finally feel like we've. Cracked this rip in time. And the fabric of time and space. To finally like. Fix this shit. Or not fix it. And watch the earth get destroyed. Which is fine with me either way honestly like. It's just starting to feel like groundhog day. So uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, I'm gonna end it right there. Surviving Turtle Island, episode six. Thanks for listening. Uh, tons of music coming to y'all, so definitely you know, peep your inbox for new messages for you know updates from me. Hitting y'all with a double dose of Kush FM and Sunday Soul this weekend, so uh, stay prepared for that. I figured out a Twitch streaming situation, and I'll be able to stream live but on the replay of it hella songs will probably be like silenced out or edited this is what i've been told so live stream is gonna be popping i'm actually working on in the future starting a live stream for my dad's backyard which would be filthy because <laughs> man my family down here is dope bro and it's big and my dad he's, he's dope. he got like a fresh prince of bel-air house bro he, he did well with his military career his retirement, he's definitely been blessed, bro. Like, man, I should interview my dad on another podcast. He's one of the most, he's like the Dos Equis man, but actually cooler. He's like a real Dos Equis man. Like, he's had an interesting life. And all he does is help people. So, uh, you know, I'm glad he got his fresh Prince of Bel-Air mansion that he picked up in the uh, Arizona housing crisis for dumb cheap. <laughs> you know, I'm going to try and stream from there, maybe, you know what I'm saying? So you can... uh Get a little, just, you know, see some old people two-stepping or something. Or just some different type of streaming shit. I'm tired of seeing people projecting whack-ass anime cartoons and Pokemon and shit behind their cornball beat station. Like, really? That's it? (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. It's O.C. signing off, man. Ice coldest. Peace. This was Surviving Turtle Island. do. You know, many people say that it doesn't make a difference, but... I say that it's the difference that makes it. Do you think the story is already written? Or do you think a bold and courageous act can change the course of history?